0: So join me now for another empowering chat. So today is a day of uh, introspection, at least it has been for me. And before I get started with my guest today, who's got some fabulous uh, insight already and material he's going to be sharing with you, I want to remind everybody, if you're in that place of staying at home right now. It might be a good time to work my book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. It's a workbook. We might be here for 30 days. We don't know. But it is an opportunity um, because of reflection and inner work that the book creates. It might be time for you. So I I invite you to think about that. You can go to SusanBurrell.com and uh, check out what else uh, I have there to support you. And also uh, get the companion cards, the inspire, ins- inspirational cards, um, because they're an easy grab to grab and go. And uh, so I'm just going to read one card before we start today uh, that I pulled from my inspirational cards. Um, it's an affirmation. Oops, I just dropped it. There we go. And it says, and I think my guest is going to enjoy this. I am at peace just where I am. I love and accept myself. So with that, uh, also, I just want everybody to know, during this time, I am offering a free 30 minute journey sessions. If you're feeling like you just need to download, unload, Kvetch, you can um, access and set a time just to have a conversation with me and I'd be so honored to serve you during this time. So with all that to-do and hoopla, I want to uh, welcome David Adelson to my show. Now, before we start, David, David has these amazing programs. He's been, he's been a meditation teacher and he for decades, and he has developed certain programs that are quantum energy enhancement programs. And so we're going to be talking about that today. So David, Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell.
1: Hi Susan, thank you so much for having me. I feel very welcome, you're so good about that,
0: so So, thank you. I'm so glad because we can't physically hug now, but hey, yeah. It'll
1: it'll be back, hugs will be back. Hugs will be back. Yeah.
0: Uh, It's all going to be back. So before we we talk about um, and make suggestions on uh, ways that people can handle this uh, uh, isolation or this time of inner reflection. Um, tell everybody what the quantum energy field is and where the quantum energy enhancers kind of how ha- how you how you came to that.
1: Oh, uh, so we just want to get hot and heavy and. <laughs> Right away. I
0: love things about quantum anything. Quant The quantum physics thing, I love. So
1: Yeah. So, you know, if we look at the evolution of science, um, it's really come from us looking out at the world and just whatever tools we had at the time was the reality that we functioned in. Mm-hmm. So when we just had clubs and rocks and sticks, the way that we did things, was we use clubs and rocks and sticks so if we so there's a a saying that says you know if if you only have a hammer every problem is solved with the Uh hammer whether it's so whether it's needed
0: or not right right
1: so when you look at this kind of thinking and then you look at what was going on in the middle ages and the way that they were healing people you you know all seriously they just you grab something and you push it you pull it those were the, they didn't know about germs, they didn't know about, you know, washing your hands was, was uh, uh, is something that now we're being told to do 20 seconds every time we do it during what's going on right now, and it's wise, but there was a time that the man who was presenting washing your hands as increasing the mortality rate of um, children, of babies, was, they were just saying, for the people who were, get, who were assisting the birth, if you would wash your hands, more babies would live, was laughed at. It was, he, mm-hmm. he would stand outside of these hospitals trying to talk the people into doing it, and they thought it was ludicrous because they didn't have the tools, the, they didn't have the right glasses, the lenses, nobody had microscopes, there weren't, we didn't have TV. So what we looked at in the world and how we determined how to solve things was based on what we saw.
0: Yeah, so look, can I tap on that, David? Because I think sure. what, what you were saying, they didn't have the right glasses or lenses or microscope. What that said to me just now is they, they weren't at, the, at, the, at a consciousness level, an awakened level to comprehend what was being told to them. That, yes. So that, so that the, the brain and the way it had functioned and the uh, human race, the, the race consciousness, if you will, the, was was at a, a lower vibrational level than where we are now today, which is why we 're washing our hands for twenty seconds and all that stuff we get yeah. it now
1: yeah we're doing much better today, but in truth be told you know we, we hear the term paradigm shift, mm-hmm. and traditionally paradigms took a generation because someone who had spent you know, years or even decades learning something, is very loath to let go of that belief. So so when we look at, for those who are familiar with the Old Testament and the story of Moses leading the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt and taking them to the Promised Land, um, It's always said that he he wandered in the desert for 40 years, that they spent 40 years in the desert. But he didn't wander in the desert for 40 years. They left Egypt, they took two years, they got right to where they were going and they parked right across the river or whatever it was from where they were going. And then they stayed there for 38 years specifically for the purpose that no one who had lived in slavery would go into the new place. He didn't want any of that, Paradigm, any of that memory brought in to the new. Oh place. my God,
0: that is the first time I've ever heard that explanation, and I I got energy, I got chills.
1: Yeah, like, so when you. we look at you know the person who's telling people to um, wash your hands, people are like, "This is the way we've done it. We haven't had the flex. We haven't just as you're talking about, they haven't reached a level of flexibility mm-hmm. where." Someone can invest a hundred thousand dollars in getting a particular education in seven Mm -hmm. years to get their PhD or whatever And then the next day find out that something is completely different and go, huh? Well, I guess that's the way it is People have a vested interest and even today they still do but what's going on right now with this challenge in the world? That's causing everybody to stay at home and not socialize and everything is that um (laughs) <laughs> I'm not answering your question, but I am answering your question. I know okay. you are.
0: I know. I got it. I'm, I'm with okay, you. So Everybody else is going to catch up to us. Don't worry.
1: Right. So right now we're talking about, and this is not a paradigm shift. This is a shift in reality. Mm. So we are moving from a Newtonian-based physics mm-hmm. to a quantum-based, unified field-based world and in Newtonian physics Newtonian you know Isaac Newton was all about relationship all about causality a body in motion tends to stay in motion until acted upon by an outside force okay if and we learn this in in how we function in the world which is if i want an egg i need to get a chicken if i want so there there's a whole how to from for me to get something that for me to get Y, I have to do X, okay? Right. And that's wonderful, and it has served us. We have planes that fly. We have incredible uh, food is growing. We have crackers and cookies that we've never dreamed of before. Um, we have the internet. We, we're a, you're, you're not in the same room I am, and I have a perfect, clear vision of you. I can read things. There's all this has been happening by this. But when we look at, and and I have a video that um, I've used from NASA, which is this beautiful uh, space shuttle taking off from Cape Canaveral, and it's gorgeous. It's a blue sky, and the flames are coming out, and they're bright red and orange, and and it's just great photography, and you absolutely love it. And then you think, this is happening because we are 180 degrees violating natural law. The only reason this rocket is flying (laughs) is because we figured out how to break and violate all the laws of nature because it takes millions of gallons of fuel Mm -hmm. to do this. Mm -hmm. But if I wanna drop a pen, that's the easiest thing ever. So what we wanna do and what's changing in the world is now and the technologies that are gonna come are staggering. But what's going to happen now is we learn to work in flow with the laws of nature instead of against them but and this is where the quantum thing comes in quantum doesn't follow newtonian physics
0: and i love that part being a rebel i love that part
1: yeah it's so exciting because in newtonian physics you know this is going to keep moving until somebody comes and pushes it over um, and in quantum and, and unified field physics, you tickle unboundedness, unified field, over here, and it lasts over there. Okay. And for no reason whatsoever, a photon will pop into existence from non-existence, move backwards in time, and then split and go do something else. And there's no thing, there's no, ah, uh, there's, you can't, you, it, the, mathematics involved and the, um, how do we want to say it, the intricacies involved in how creation is becoming at that level are beyond even computer calculations. Right. It's just staggering. It's and beyond we don't words. Need, right. And the cool thing is, we don't need to know it.
0: Exactly. And so many, this is, I think, what's, what has everybody in a twist right now, with being on lockdown and separation and isolation is everybody wants to figure it out. Let me figure it out. Let me know what the world's going to look like when I get to leave my house again. And right now we are in such a state of flow or flux, it depends on what you want to, how you want to put your perspective on it, that we can't, we don't have those answers. We won't have those answers. And when we come out of our homes, we still aren't going to have those answers because the whole paradigm has shifted so dramatically that we get to now participate from a conscious level on co-creating the world we really want to live in.
1: Exactly. So when you say we don't know, I can tell you what it's going to look like. It's going to look like I want to what know, we, I want to know. It's going to look like what we want it to look like.
0: Okay, so I really am telling everybody out there David, let's just tell everybody out there Okay, I'm just going to say, I want everybody to want the world to look the way I want the world to look, which is that we are compassionate, we are loving, we are kind, we are forgiving, we reside in harmony with each other, walls and wars and, and, diver- and well, diversity gets embraced and, and divisiveness gets left behind. That's the world I want.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, when people think about it, that's the world that they want.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to, now (laughs) I feel like, because I want to mention empowerment. So one, so, and I want to mention, uh, uh, okay, we're going to do this. So I want to.
0: (laughs) David, are you having fun? I'm having fun.
1: Yes. Okay. So Susan, here's the thing. One of the changes that is going on right now is the change from giving our power away to individual empowerment. We are now literally on lockdown, and literally we have to be self-sufficient. We have to take care of ourselves. That's a huge shift in the collective awareness of giving our power to others to make decisions for us. Yes. So we are we're basically beginning with a timeout. Go in the corner, go in your room and think about it. Think about what you've done. Think about what you want. And this introspection that's being forced upon us is a huge blessing because it allows us to think not only what have I done, who have I been, who do I want to be, what do I want to experience, but it allows us a perfect time to let go of a lot of pettiness that we now realize no longer serves us. So if we go back to our high school reunion 10, 20, 30 years later, we realize that so much of that we're happy to see people who were our enemies right back when, because we have a shared basis. We have something about, you remember the city, you remember the schools, you remember the experiences the way I remember them. And that unifying aspect takes precedent over the fact that you didn't like the shoes I wore that day. Right. Just the, the, just, and so that's happening globally. Now I want to explain uh, again, again, about quantum is the way Newtonian works. Quick reminder, we want Y, we, we have to do X to get to Y. In Newtonian physics, we, and this is fabulous. We want what we want and we get it. We in quantum skip, physics, in quantum unified fields physics. We simply want what we want for no reason whatsoever. And we get it, no middleman. We Mm -hmm. skip the middle steps. We want what we want and we get it. And and just as you were talking about, and then from the level of self-empowerment, we literally start to create the world that we want to experience. Now, the world that's coming is a world of, I'm reading your sign here, freedom, brilliance, opulence. It's completely empowered. It's everyone gets what they want and everyone gets what they want. If you want a diamond and your friend wants a diamond, there's gonna be two diamonds, okay? Or yes. there's gonna be a 100 diamonds or yes. whatever it is.
0: And it doesn't, the, the, the idea of experiencing a rich and fertile opulent world doesn't, it, it also includes that it doesn't take anything away from anyone else. Exactly. Like you just said. There's if, if there's two diamonds, there'll be four diamonds. So the, the The universe will just continue to multiply what each individual wants.
1: We're creating it. We're creating it. Where is the quantum field? It's deep within each of us. It's deep mm. within everything. The unified field is that uh, whether we call it from from science the unified field of all the laws of nature or the total potential of natural law, whatever we call it from science, from spiritual we call it the capital S self, or we call it our soul, or we call it our uh, unbounded awareness, or whatever. It's it's all it's it, it's all that field that is undifferentiated within itself, but is lively and has all possibilities within it. And as human beings, we are literally used the term co-creators. We, you know, there's a thing that says man is born in the image of God. And in these days, we say man and women are born in the image of God. But but when we talk about the image of God, it doesn't mean that God has 10 fingers and two eyes and two nostrils. It means what it's talking about is that on a far lesser scale, people have intrinsically the same creative ability as the creator and the way that the creator creates is he thinks he brings it through the quantum field to unbounded awareness and then he lets go and lets that process of the thought that he had come into manifestation mm-hmm. and that ability we each have now in in uh, in my book um awaken to who you are we talk about this and the creator says let there be light and we have sun and stars and galaxies and we say let there be light and we turn on a little lamp you know (laughs) and and that's okay our level of creative ability is defined by the strength of our own nervous system which can be made more empowered and as and there are certainly techniques to do it there's detoxing and there's meditation and and all of those things but then collectively what we wish for, and I love what you wish for, and what is happening is that we are coming to a time where harmony and love will dominate. Now, that's going to I'm just taking that happen. in,
0: David. I want that so desperately. Not only for me, but for the, for the world.
1: Yes, and, and, and that's what we all want, which is why a lot of us are here. And and the thing is that what you have is a a limited number of very powerful beings. Powerful means they have mastered that ability to clearly think, to clearly transcend, or whatever the term you want to use, to get into the quantum, to get into the unified field, and to manifest at a very powerful level. So, and I don't mean to be derogatory towards anyone, but we all know, even within ourselves, that there are days that we can't get anything right. We're just stumbling and knocking things over, and maybe we've had a little too much intoxicating experiences before of whatever kind. And we know that that people in that frame of mind, or maybe we're just exhausted, yeah. in that frame of mind, our ability to create what I, what we want is minimal. But at the other end of the scale, we've all had that experience, or I hope we've all had the experience where, We have those moments of being in flow where everything goes right and we can do no wrong and the traffic moves away from us and the parking place is right where we want. Mm -hmm. And now if you think that there's a, a number of people, and truthfully, it only needs to be a few thousand in a population of billions who are living in that state all the time and their wishes are so powerful and they are here specifically to create a united, powerful world of powerful, empowered beings who get what they want, period. At no sacrifice, everybody gets the love. Because intrinsically, when we think about what we want, it's not about what we want. It's about how we will feel when we get it. Mm-hmm. And one of that. the new things that's coming up that you probably heard about is there are some techniques, and we teach techniques, and I'll give one right now to your audience, which, which um, from where I came from, it's a technique that uh, I work with the Divine Mother, um, however people want to talk about that. And when she gave this technique, she said five minutes of this technique equals 1000 hours of manual labor, in terms of getting what you want. so that's that's the name of it five minutes for a thousand hours and and here's what you do is you take some quiet time maybe when you first get up um, maybe when you're just going to bed maybe after your, your meditation or whatever you do to to connect and then you just deep within you think how you want to feel when you have whatever it is that you want the promotion the partner the house the car The education, the degree, how will I feel once I have it? And then we just stay there. We just stay there and and really lean into and share within ourselves, share it through all the cells of our body, how I will feel in my heart when I get what I want. And maybe we spend the whole five minutes on one thing, or maybe we spend two minutes on on relationship and another couple minutes on job or whatever it is. But we just do that. And from that level of how we will feel, that's a very refined bordering on quantum level of ability to create. And anyone, exhausted or not, has this to some degree.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's a good... So I love that you just shared that with us because that's a, sh- a very simple daily practice that anybody can do, like you just said. And to, and to put that into your toolkit of how you're going to start your day, I'm just going to invite everybody to practice that for the next whatever, 30 days. And see how you feel. It's it, and And it doesn't necessarily have to take 30 days for something for for the, the shift to happen, right? Because no, quantum, quantum can be instantaneous, right? Yeah,
1: so, so somebody may sit down. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me for somebody at the end of the first week to realize all of their big stuff has been taken care of or moving significantly in that direction. If we want to be, if, it, it, you know, how far we need to go to get to what we want. If it's just how I want to feel in a new car, you'd be surprised what can happen. Um, what happened in my case was I wanted a car that made me feel a very particular way when I went to concerts at this really fancy place. I, all I was, all I thought of is when I go to these concerts, I want to feel this way in my car. I don't know anything about cars. I don't know the difference between Lincoln Continentals and I don't know. I'm not a car person, but I knew how I wanted to feel. And I just spent a little bit of time kind of doing this and and not even consistently. And then one day I just got this hit, go to the, go to the, the actually the car dealer was not a car dealer. It was a, where we got our inspections for our car in Massachusetts. You have to uh-huh. get your car inspected every uh-huh. so often. And I went there and he had maybe 20 cars on his lot that were used cars that he was selling. And he had, um, a sob that I'd never even thought of, heard of, knew anything about. And um, I got an amazing deal on it. And, and uh, there were only two cars within my price range. I got, uh, and there was this one. It had higher mileage than I would have thought about. But everybody who got in the car for the first year that I had it, thought it was a brand new car. It had just wow. great energy. It had all this stuff. Yep. I got it at a bargain. It had all these cool features. I learned all this stuff that that the the uh, sobs at the time are designed after airplane cockpits. So everything is, so it was very cool. Plus it had this turbo thing. So if you went to pass a car, you could just tap the gas pedal and you were immediately going 20 <laughs> miles. It was just so much fun. And there is no way and first of all, the whole thing took a... Pr- I wasn't urgently trying to get a car. From when I first started thinking about it, I want to say about six weeks happened. Mm-hmm. And I did this maybe four or five times during mm-hmm. that time, specifically for the car. And um, and then the whole thing happened, and I absolutely adored the car, and I loved it, and I never would have thought about it. And mm-hmm. it, just, it just happened. It just yeah. fell into place.
0: I have a very similar car story to David and it showed up in a week when I started, I, I, I said, okay, what do I want? I needed a new car. What do I want? I want affordable, uh, dependable. I wanted it to make me feel like I was driving in luxury. You know, it didn't have to be a high end car. And I said, okay, and I want to, I want a red car. Never had a red car. A week later I'm at the Land Rover dealership because my husband at the time said, you got to come here. The car's here. I said, no, it's not. I drove the price tag. I was like, oh my God, no, this is too much. And so I literally broke down in tears and the woman said, well, what is it you want? I said, reliable, affordable, luxurious. She said, okay, well, what about something like this? And I drove it. I was like, yeah, something like this. She called the next day. She goes, well, I have one that is from two years ago. I don't know if you want it because it's red. I went, oh my God, that's my car. And I loved that car, I had that car over 10 years. I love, love, loved that car. And every time I got in it, I felt all those things. And I knew it was affordable, you know, it just was. I hadn't planned that, but yes. So, so those, are, those are like actual physical things, right, that we can gather. But this whole idea of, um, of setting the internal intention, of how you want to feel, that has a much bigger spectrum, right? That has a much bigger effect than just material things.
1: Yes, but, but we certainly take it for how we we take it. (laughs) We take it for anything. We take it for love. We take it for the car. We'll take it for the house. It's a very, we take it for the promotion. We take it for the job that we really want. When I'm at work, I want to feel appreciated. Yep. I want to feel loved. I want to feel um, honored. I want, yep. I, you know, for a lot of us, I want to feel like I'm helping somebody, but I want to feel that they get that and they appreciate me for helping them. I want. These are the kinds of things that I want to feel. Now, that may be all that we have i i'd like to talk to a lot of people i want I love people, I want to see a lot of people every day, so these are the qualities that we that we 're coming up with that may we, we may want to feel and then um, we get a job and maybe it 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 doesn 't have status, but we didn 't say we wanted status. we said we wanted community, and the job that we end up is. Um, the bagger in a grocery store. Right. Because people, you and you're in a position to make a difference in in many cases, hundreds of people's lives on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you can become a master bagger. We, we've all gotten to the groceries and seen somebody shove in stuff and we go, oh my God, you don't put yeah, bananas don't. On, under the eggs and right. with the cans on top of it. And then we've seen the people who really care about what they're doing and you know, I've seen people put three bags of groceries neatly into one bag, and it's not too heavy. And it's like, oh, my God, this is like the best, most organized thing ever. Will you come and do my house? Right. (laughs) Um, So, so, you know, and then if we say, well, we want to add, you know, on one level, you know, I'm a big appreciator that um, all there are no small jobs, that Mm -hmm. everything that happens. Um, every job has its purpose in society. And yes. I'm one of those people that whenever I said that I am incredibly grateful for garbage collectors. Yes. You know, that's yes. a, that's a severe, that's a sincere feeling for me is, you know, I don't think these people get the kind of credit that they deserve. I don't think they get treated the way that they should, you know, and the plumbers and the, gro- and the people in the grocery store and the stockers and and, and, and again, you know, what do you want to feel? What do we want to create in our lives? So- and it's
0: the quality you said. The, it's qualities of feelings, right? It's not... It, I, lead a, I lead an exercise um, uh, to help people um, figure out what their purpose is in life. And I ca- ask them to think of qualities, like we're talking about, of harmony and happiness and and joy and, and financial wellness and health, all that stuff. And oftentimes, people get that confused. They're like, well, I want to travel. Okay, yeah, yeah. But what's the experience you want to have when you're traveling? What's the feeling? What's the quality of feeling that you want to have when you're traveling?
1: Yeah, exactly. We, we, it's not just about things to checklist. You know, I was at um, a thought leader's business summit uh, for all these really um, – high level people that all have huge influence in the world. And somebody there was presenting that an exercise that he uses with his people is you're sitting in the front row, you're at a funeral, they're reading the eulogy. It's yours. What do you want them to say? Mm. And I'm aware that that's lovely, but that's not the one that I've ever gone for. There is a, a, a very, um, I want to say delightful, but it's a very, I found it a very rewarding book to read called Return From Tomorrow by, I think his name is George Ritchie. Um, Mm -hmm. It's available on uh, Amazon and stuff. And it's a very short read and uh, told in the first person with the ghostwriter. Um, And he tells this story of how when he was, I'm guessing around 20, um, he wanted to go to medical school, it's 1944, he is in the army in Texas and he dies oh. of allergy from dust from the from stuff. He dies and he's dead for eight and a half minutes. And then there's a whole big section of the book that talks about what happened while he was dead. And when you read it, it's not eight and a half minutes. It's ridiculous, the amount of information that happens during that time. And then they talks about when he comes back. And then around the same time that book came out, Embraced by the Light came out. And these are the first books that started acknowledging and people were telling their stories. Um, one of the ones, my favorite one is um, Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani. Yes, I um,
0: interviewed her. She's spectacular.
1: Yeah, she's amazing. And, and I totally love her. I should interview her. Thank you. for. Yes, (laughs) you
0: should. She's fabulous.
1: Yeah. And uh, because I recommend I tell people things from her book all the time. Uh, So but he he has the experience that he has after some adventures. He finds himself with Lord Christ, who he feels is there because of his background of having communion and all of that. And Uh, several things happen while he's with Lord Christ, but one of them is Lord Christ takes him to this room and there's other beings in this room. And when he walks in the room, his whole life projector, he's just watching it. everybody in the room is watching it. He says, everyone in the room is just giving him unconditional love. They're watching it with unconditional love. No one is passing judgment at all. And he says, and it's in way more detail than he could possibly remember. And remember, this is just one of many events that is happening in eight and a half minutes in this realm. Right. So right. we start to, when we talk about quantum realms and other realms, we start to realize time and space function completely differently, which mm-hmm. is why all the laws of nature are new and different and we don't know them, and, but we need to know the bottom line which is we think and we create. Yes, so,
0: so I wanna tap back before we, before we complete, Okay. Uh, To what we were saying earlier of um, you intend what you want and you get it, right? So uh, I just, I would, we would be remiss if we didn't address the people that want to intend, want to draw to them. The thing they think they desire is uh, the retribution or the, um, you know, because I, there, yeah. are people, there are people that have been in places of power, uh, like Adolf Hitler, who knew how to use these principles and then created havoc in the world. And no, he didn't point. know how
1: to use these principles because if he did and if he was in turn, in, in, he could have had the exact opposite effect if he knew what he was doing. Oh, he, really? Again, he had a hammer. The, the only tool so I have is a gun. So I have to change the world to be, he, his whole, his, he inspired people. Okay. We use Hitler as an example of some, of a horrible being in the world because of the the tools that he used to accomplish what he wanted. But what he wanted is exactly what you wanted. He wanted a world Mm -hmm. of harmony. He wanted a world where everybody appreciated everybody else. He wanted a world that was frictionless. So, but he didn't have the right tools. He didn't know how to do it. So I see. So when we look at and this, and you bring up a really wonderful point, um, and I'm going to tie it all together wonderfully here. Okay. With the, the thing that I was telling you about with Lord Christ, when so <clears throat> he's showing George his whole life. And when he finishes showing him, Lord Christ says to George, what did you do with your life? Mm. And George is like, befuddled. He's like, wait, you just showed me in more detail than I could remember. And now you're asking me what would, and so he stammers and he goes, um, and he's a kid, you know, he's 20, 18, 20, whatever he is. And he says, "Um, I became an Eagle Boy Scout. And he's just trying to present something. And Lord Christ said, that glorified you. What did you do with your life? And I read that I want to say in the 80s, and I was already on track to be very purposeful about what I want to do. But when I think about, you know, I don't, I'm not interested in what they say in the eulogy. What I want is that I have done something noble, that I have done something that if Lord Christ or from whatever tradition I'm from, that whoever I'm dealing with, I want them to just say, well done you know well done you but i want to point out that if someone says to you what did you do with your life and the answer is i thoroughly enjoyed thy creation that's a good win that's a, that's great a really win good that's a really good one now when we get to the what did you do with your life and hitler looks at it and he's and he's going I tried to create harmony. I tried to create peace. I tried to create, but he failed because he didn't, he didn't have the attunement and he certainly didn't have the tools. Now, one of the things that I just made a video just 10 minutes before we got on, talking about the change that's going on in the world during this time. And what what came out was that the change that's going on from Newtonian to quantum physics is a fraction of that a fraction of that change is the change from nineteen o eight which was a few years before World War one to nineteen fifty two which is after everything settled down after World War two. So that's so that level of change, which is horrend- which is humongous. Yes. If you think of 1908 and, and what the world was like, and how children, was, you know, were working all days in the sweatshops and all of this, and what came out at 1952 when we're all starting to have TVs and cars and all of these fabulous, and everybody's having their own houses. That's a huge shift. Well, the change that's going—that's a fraction of the change that's going on now. But look at the massive death toll from World War I and World War II, which was tens of millions of people. Yes. And if we do this right, it'll be thousands or maybe tens of thousands of people globally in a much bigger population, a much more dramatic effect with a, with, with in a much smoother, much more kind way. And the death isn't a requirement. People are dying all the time anyway. Right. So it's not a punishment. It's not that we need x number of people to die for this transition to take place. It's the transition is taking place because we're now being forced by everything we know to rethink who we are and what we want to create. And the, and, and and I want to encourage all the listeners and all of their friends to think of the world that you described, to think of the world that they described. If, if, and you ask the thing about people who feel they need to retaliate. And if we say to them, how do you want to feel when you get what you want? They want to feel relief. Yes. They don't really care if they can feel the relief, if they can feel, you know, Lincoln said, if you can turn your friend to an, if you can turn your enemy to a friend, haven't you destroyed your enemy? If you can find a way to throw love like a bomb at whatever upsets you, it can turn around everything in your life, and you would be so surprised and so um, startled yeah. and impressed by how quickly this comes about.
0: Well, I, you know, David, I come from a, a spiritual belief system and practice that love heals everything, and love is... Love is at the core of everything, whether it's a human being or an animal or a rock, it's just there. That's part of what that infinite, divine, whatever uh, universal thing is. And so I so appreciate you. I really, 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 really appreciate you and, and, and what you've shared here today. And I know that you've got a really amazing program that you want to offer our listeners right now because of what's happening and I know that this program David that you have will and I'm just so I'm just telling everybody it will help support you during this introspection and and transformation that we're all undergoing so share with us what it is Yeah, I'm, so I'm, it's I'm a, it
1: it's a quantum unified field program it's called peace and harmony and it's an it's a you can go to peaceandharmonydownload.com and you'll give us your email address, and you can opt out later or not. We have a lot of cool things, and we're giving away a lot of stuff these days, but this particular program we have used um, to reduce um, family squabbles and complaints at work. And then we have more powerful units that have uh, actually changed the weather and um, averted forest fires, tornadoes, and hurricanes. But those are much bigger units. That's not the free one I'm giving you.
0: That's pretty. That's pretty amazing to even say that that you that you've done that. That you know that this these. Programs yeah, we do have that. we
1: have many levels of the program, and our whole thing is now is, um, you know, I don't. You probably can't see it. I'm just going to show you this thing. Is our thing is peace and harmony. Be a hero, and be a hero means share the peace and harmony program with other people. And the more people that we share it with, each one creates a pocket of peace, a pocket of peace around you. So if you're playing it on your phone, then you're going to have a pocket of peace, um, 18 feet around you, give or take, depending on the the quality of the sound on your phone, um, Mm -hmm. in a field around 18 feet, maybe five feet around you, three, five feet around you in, in a more crowded environment. But right now we're not in crowded environments, but play it on your computer, it's going to have more effect. We have, we have more powerful ones for those who are interested, but take the personal one, create a pocket of peace for yourself, give it to everybody in your family. If you have an old phone sitting in a drawer somewhere, plug it in, download it, and turn it on, and just leave it in that room. Create these bigger pockets of peace. People have used, you know, a slightly bigger version, and the stomping from the upstairs apartment stopped. Or people started noticing as they approached the apartment building, they started feeling more relaxed and more comfortable. So this is a great program. We're giving it away. Our goal is to create millions of pockets of peace in the world. And now's the perfect time to do it. Let your house, let your apartment, let your room, let you and your car be a light, radiating peace, radiating harmony, however far, but let's get millions of them. And I, uh, and it's free. It's absolutely free.
0: Okay. So where do they go again? Where do we all go?
1: Peaceandharmonydownload.com.
0: Peaceandharmonydownload.com. And if people want to learn more about your other programs, David, where do they go?
1: Oh, um, Peace and Harmony Company, peaceandharmonyco.com.
0: Peaceandharmony.com co.com david adelson thank you so so much for just sharing your love your energy your light and and your wisdom with me today and our listeners i i appreciate it deeply and so i'm just going to end with and so it is namaste well that wraps up our empowering chat today i hope you enjoyed it and if you did go to susanburrell.com you can See all of the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanmorell.com. So that's it for today. See you next time.